Hey mamas, and welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and independent eaters. I'm Alyssa, your mama in BRD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it. But honestly, the few seconds Instagram gives me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week right here as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short because mom life, but I plan on giving you real life, tactical advice and answering your actual questions. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, you guys, I just need to sneak in here really quick and let you know that the doors to my Table Talk Picky Eating program are open right now. And for the very first time ever, I am actually opening the doors to two programs. The first one is Table Talk Starter. It's 100% self-paced. You can get started today and do it completely on your own. It's for those who just need to get started, get the basics, no fluff, and move on. The second option is what I call Table Talk Signature. This is for people who want a deep dive and also a week by week guided course with me and a group of other families going through it at the same time. The accountability is huge. Plus you get access to live Q and a calls with me to troubleshoot and answer any questions that might come up during the program. They both are so beneficial and signature just builds on top of starters. You can start there if you want and upgrade in the future. Either way, more information is down in the description box below. I hope that you click on that and get all the information you need. Pick the program that works best for your family. And I can't wait to cheer you on inside of there. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. All right, now back to the show. Hey, 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 mama, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Today's episode is a little bit more like off the cuff than typical. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I actually don't take very many notes before I chat with you guys on here. So I guess it's not off the cuff, but usually I have a list of topics that I want to cover. And when I come to recording days, I go off that list. Mm, Today, I'm not going off that list. I um, was really reminded of something that I wanted to share with you today uh, because I was going through my emails and I just happened to click on the junk and spam email um, tab and was hit in the face with emails that I have not seen that came in nearly a month ago. And it's not my style usually to wait that long to respond to emails, although I won't say I'm the fastest person in the world to respond to emails, but I felt horrible. I felt this huge sense of dread and was responding to people as quickly as I could when I started to see a pattern in the emails that came into me. And I don't know if it was the 
timing. Like maybe it was something I talked about on my stories. I don't know what spurred it, but so many people were coming to me and telling me that they were so excited to get on the wait list for my Table Talk program. By the way, you can check the link down below. Table Talk is open right now for enrollment for the signature program, which is more like a group program where we move through all the uh, video trainings together and then we come to live calls and you're able to troubleshoot with me, which is really, really valuable. But anyways, moving on. So um, a lot of people emailed me and said, hey, I'm so excited to get on your wait list. But you know, I'm not sure that I need this program because really all we need help with is X or all we need help with is Y. And I'm, I'm going to share some of the examples that people had sent in to me. And I wanted to kind of share why I wanted to bring my attention back to here because I, I don't think I've addressed this in a while and and I probably need to. It's probably time. So uh, one person emailed me and was just like, hey, I am interested in taking your table talk. Does it cover textures? My son seems to have an issue with textures and we just can't move past it. And I cannot tell you how common this is for me to get questions about textures and sensory issues and all of these sorts of things. And they ask me, can I cover this on Instagram or can I cover this in a podcast? And the truth of the matter is, I can't. I, I can't cover it in an Instagram post or a few Instagram stories or even here on my podcast because texture and sensory issues specifically really need to be built upon on a stronger foundation. And a lot of times when parents come to me and say, hey, my son has a texture issue. That's all I need to work on. I don't need all the other stuff. I'm amazed at how poorly I am at communicating where some of these issues are coming from. And sometimes we need to take two or three steps back and say, actually, even though, yes, there's a texture issue and there's a very real sensory issue we need to deal with, there's also the founding structures that have cracks in them, that are missing some pieces that aren't solid. And when that foundation isn't solid, any of the strategies I hand over to you specifically for things like texture or sensory issues may work for a period of time or may not and be incredibly frustrating, but likely they won't work long term. They might be a quick band-aid and I am not in the business of selling you a band-aid so I can sell you a new one in two months because this one fell off. I'm in the business of teaching you how to become the feeding expert in your home, meaning that no matter what's going on with your kid, whether it's textures, whether it's sensory issues, whether it's uh, meal rejection or food rejection, or they won't come to the table, or they're waking up in the middle of the night hungry, you are slotted with all of the tools and strategies to make a change. And you can use those tools and strategies because you have a super solid foundation. So inside Table Talk, I walk you through those foundational structures that I have you put in place. There's several of them that are really key and important to getting in place first. And then I start handing you more basic or initial strategies to implement on top of that. And then once we start to have some of those strategies in our tool belt and we're feeling good, I also hand you some more advanced strategies to use. And those advanced strategies really help with picky eaters who have come a far way but still need a little bit more help. Um, And those advanced strategies start to really uh, take shape in your home. And all of these things start to really help you become that feeding expert that knows how to handle anything that comes their way. So uh, 
this is just one of the emails that came in. Well, I shouldn't say that. I had actually a handful of emails that came in specific, specifically around textures and uh, sensory issues as well. And then I had a few emails that came in and just said, hey, I here's what we're struggling with. My daughter just won't sit at the table. Like I can't get her to actually just sit at the table. And I would, first of all, I have a reel on that. I have, uh, I think I have a podcast episode on it or not, maybe an Instagram post on how to get your kid to sit at the table. And they're excellent tips. They work really, really well. So I'd encourage you to go check that out. But again, these are strategies that if you use them, they might work for a period of time. But if you don't have that foundational structure in place, if you don't have those structures holding up that foundation, those strategies will eventually break down. And that's not because you're doing them wrong and it's not because the strategy isn't good. It's because the structures aren't in place to support it. So similarly to building a house, I can give you all the materials to build the house, but if you build it on sand, it's not going to hold up no matter how beautiful the house is, no matter how perfectly you implemented it and um, really orchestrated everything and everything's at a perfect right angle and there's whatever. I don't know how to build a house, but you get my point. You can build that house anywhere, but if it's not built on solid foundation, it's going to crumble over time, which is why creating Table Talk the way that I did was so important for me to back up away from some of the things that we think we're struggling with right now, which you are, I know you are, but actually saying, you know what, let's take two steps back and start with a foundation and build on from there, because that's where we're really going to see the effect take place. That's where we're going to start to really see the outcome that works not just for today, but for tomorrow and next week and from here on out. Something that I've been saying a lot lately is it's not about one more bite of broccoli today. It's about broccoli for the rest of our lives, right? It's about creating an environment of feeding and eating in a relationship to food that far surpasses that one bite of broccoli. Because you know how much that one broccoli is doing, that one bite of broccoli is doing for us? Not a whole heck of a lot if we never eat broccoli again for the rest of our life or even for several, several years. Our point here is for whole body wellness and health. And we can't do that if we're just trying to piece things together that we see on the internet and we hear on a podcast or we take pieces of a thousand different puzzles and try to put them into one beautiful piece of artwork. It's it's not going to work. We need all the pieces from one puzzle box that formulate this big picture so that we can start to see how things really play into the outcome of it. I hope that makes sense. I hope that you're tracking with me here because I just saw so many emails come in and say, right, right, right. I know that your picky eating program is probably great and I've heard all these great things and yada, 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 but like, I only need this part of it. I need to know how much my little one should be eating. It, it seems like although they're eating a multitude of foods, they're not eating very much or they just have issues with vegetables. Just I just need help with vegetables. And I really want to kind of peel you back from the thickness of dealing with that because I, I know that picky eating moment and, and meals are so hard. Trust me, I have cried after meals feeling like I'm failing, feeling like my kid isn't getting what they need, feeling like they're never going to eat these foods, feeling like a waste of my own time, energy, money, and why don't I just serve chicken nuggets for the rest of their lives until they move out anyway? I have been there and I know that you're in the thick of it and it and it's really hard and heartbreaking, but I want you to hear me. There is hope for having connection 
at the table and actually knowing how to handle anything that comes up. I'm not promising nothing will ever come up. I'm promising you that when something does, you're going to know how to handle it. You're going to say, okay, I know that these are the tools in my tool belt. And I know that this foundation is rock solid. What strategies are going to work best for my kid right now? And I'm going to turn towards that and use that strategy in this moment. And then I'm going to assess how it worked and I'm going to adjust next time. And those are the things that I teach you in Table Talks so that you can handle anything that comes up. So when I say that you're going to get peace at mealtimes, it's an inner peace of knowing that you are doing everything that you are called to do that you need to be doing at the table to support your eater. The rest lays on them. And it's kind of that sense of like, what's that uh, serenity prayer of like, oh gosh, I always forget it, but it's basically knowing the things that I can control and knowing the things that I can't. And not only knowing the things that I can control, but expanding on those to know that even in a situation where I can't control what's actually physically going into their mouth, I can set them up for success in such a way that maybe it doesn't work today, but it will work down the line. And then it will build on each other and continue to snowball into becoming a healthy, happy, and independent eater. So we don't have to take control of that anymore. It's no longer our burden to carry. All we're responsible for is showing up, setting in those structures, being firm in those, and then using the strategies that work best for our kid in that particular moment. All right, so all that to say that I was getting all these emails focusing on one thing. And I know we think that I just have this one issue. My kid just won't try something new. If they just tried it, they would like it. If they just licked it, I know they would love sweet potatoes. They're so sweet. They are delicious. They're my favorite food. But my kid just won't try something new. And or maybe it's my kid just won't eat a lot of food or my kid won't try any foods or my kid used to love this food and has since dropped that food and will never pick it up again. We can be so focused on these one issues thinking that if you just solve this issue for me, if you just come on your podcast and talk directly to me about this or uh, make an Instagram post about strawberries or whatever it is, it's going to help me so much. And then, and then it's all going to go away. And it's really not. If we set up those structures, we set up those foundations, then we can layer on those pieces of strategies that will actually work long-term. All right. I hope this episode was helpful for you. <laughs> I uh, really, truly just had this experience today where I realized that I haven't really connected this before. And sometimes I can get really bogged down in the questions too, because I want to help you today. Like I want to set you up for life, but I also want to help you today because I know the pain. I've been there. I've you know worked with moms where I can literally feel their pain and their angst around this one situation. Just fix this one little thing. And and I do. I, I love to give you guys tips and tricks and things to help in this moment, but I want to do so much more for you where you can actually feel good about how and what you're feeding your little ones. So if you're interested in taking this next step, the link to Table Talk is in the description box below. You can click on it. You can check it out. All the information is likely on that link. And if not, please DM me or email me and ask me questions. Make sure that this is going to be a good fit for you and your family. I am so incredibly... uh, I don't know if the word is impressed with the outcomes that my future table talkers have had with this program. Um, it is truly inspiring how moms have picked up this program 
understood the material, went through it, implemented it, and the results that they're seeing are incredible. Moms who come to me and say, I now have a daughter who likes over 100 different foods, where before I enrolled, it was less than 20. I have moms that come to me and say, my meals are peaceful. I can't explain it. They're peaceful. I feel at peace. My kids feel at peace. I sit down with them. I enjoy a family meal like the kind that I pictured in my head. I even had one mom say, go so far as saying, it's like my picky eater never even existed. That I, my, blows my mind to hear that. But I also know that it makes sense because the structures and the methods and the techniques that I teach you inside Table Talk work. They truly work. And it is full of grace and, and really handing it over to you saying, you know your child best. Here's everything I got. Here's really, truly the research supports and working with mom supports and the anecdotal evidence and all the things are there to hand you over all the techniques. But you get to decide what's best for your child because truly, mama, I believe this. You are the best parent for your child and you know them best. So you're going to know what will work for them and what won't. You're going to know if this is going to cause more anxiety or (laughs) make it go away, right? All of these things are helpful in you just building out that toolbox to know that I have all these strategies at my disposal to use in any given situation. So anyways, that is all from me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it gave us a little bit of perspective and helped us realize what's going on at our table and take a few steps back to see the big picture. Anyways, I will catch you next week in a brand new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on Instagram at momandmeerd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have by emailing me at alyssa at momandmeerd.com. Until next time, mamas. Thank you.